Welcome Mandalorian Fakers to the Mando Roundup, brought to you by FakingStarWars.net. It's time to kick back at the saloon with a dust stick or two and enjoy this week's recap of the Mandalorian. Ah, bounty hunting is the life, wouldn't you agree? Alright, welcome to the saloon. Have a seat and grab a drink. Uh, this is your host, Storm Duper, here. This is the Mando Roundup, brought to you by FakingStarWars.net. This is sort of our sister podcast to our normal show that we do called Faking Star Wars Radio. This one's just a little bit shorter, a little bit more happy-go-lucky. Um, we're here, hosted uh, today by myself, Storm Duper, and joining me is our uh, new host of the Mando Roundup, the vivacious gangstress Gemma the Hut. How you doing, Gemma? I'm okay. Yeah, did you get enough whiskey at the at the saloon bar there? Oh, can there ever be enough whiskey? Not when you're watching Disney Plus. Definitely not. Um, if you'd like to follow the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at StormDuper uh, or follow Faking Star Wars at Faking Star Wars. Um, also, we do really recommend strongly that you like us and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or your podcast platform of choice and support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash faking Star Wars. You can join us for as little as a dollar a month. Every dollar goes to help these fakers give you the content that you know and love uh, both on the website every day and the podcasts um, that we are producing also, I'd like to announce that in honor of uh, The Mandalorian and the holiday season, we do have a hot new t-shirt sale coming in. You love our t-shirts, don't you, Gemma? I have four of them. Four. Wow. How did you end up so lucky? <laughs> is that what you call it? You, you get all the reject t-shirts, the ones that, that the... Uh, the ones that, you know, don't fit somebody. Our or... sleeve labor, you know, they, yep. they make a screw up on the seams or something mm-hmm. and you get them for half price. Well, um, we do have a t-shirt store. It's at bit.ly. That's bit.ly slash fswmerch. And we have a sale coming up uh, right in time for Black Friday. This sale is running from November 20th to the 27th. So make sure that you stock up on holiday gifts and stocking stuffers uh, there, Gemma. So what's your favorite design of the t-shirts? The one with your face. Oh, I think, you know, actually we don't have a t-shirt yet that only has... Uh, Storm Deeper's face. I've been lobbying hard for it, but I haven't reached that level of notoriety yet. Um, apparently, when I get five followers, uh, then Link Voximillion said he'll uh, go ahead and make a design just for me. So I'm working on number four right now. I, <laughs> I can't wait. I hope by the end of the year we're up to five. Um, great. Well, uh, yeah, that's so we're here for the Mandalorian. You know, this this entire show is all about the Mandalorian. You know, we've, we've got two chapters already. What's your synopsis, Gemma, of uh, the first episode? Okay, so let me see. I'm trying to remember. I only watched the episodes one time each. Once? Um, only once. I mean, there's still time to watch them again and again and again like you are prone to doing. Um, there's something horribly wrong with you. But I will tell you, the most important takeaway is that it stars a man with a shiny bucket for a head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And like he's part of some secret Shriner society uh, where he's supposed to bounty hunt people. And, um, you know, there's lots of little blinking bits and shooting. And so, you know, the first episode is basically an explanation of the 
the shooting and the blinking things. So the world he's, that he's in, basically. Yes. It's a so, very erudite synopsis. I I think it's a pretty you know ambitious of Disney to make a TV show starring somebody of the likes of Pedro Pascal and not show us his face. It gives me, uh, kind of reminds me of that movie Frank that it's came out a few a years ago. A waste of a face because he is a slightly attractive <laughs> old man. <laughs> I would agree. He it's slightly is a little understatement of the year. Like a little disappointing that he's got a shiny metal bucket for a head. Right. Um, so he's running around trying to, you know, capture petty criminals and turn them in for money. And that's basically the entire first episode. But then he gets like a special opportunity and it's very mysterious. And there's a lot of Werner Herzog. And uh, well, should we spoil it for them? Mm-hmm. You you spoil it for them. You be the bad guy. In terms of being Werner Herzog or what happens at the end? <laughs> what happens at the end? Well, at the end of chapter one, we meet Baby Yoda. Uh, <laughs> a little gremlin. I was listening to Werner Herzog talk about the Baby Yoda, and he was just raving and raving about how it, it's an amazing technical achievement. And I have seen it on the set, and it's heartbreakingly beautiful. And I saw two technicians operating it remote one was for the eyes and the mouth and the other one was for other facial expressions it's a phenomenal technical achievement it's just like what has happened to Werner Herzog that he's working for Walt Disney now it's bizarre he must have needed the money um but he's a good addition to the show to be quite honest he is like a real actor there's yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, everything for me, he says has gravity. So. Absolutely, yeah. So, so he is a lot of good points there in the first chapter. Second chapter, uh, you know, I felt like it was a little bit more of a filler episode. I, I really f- didn't, I didn't dislike it, but to me, it seemed. Well, we should like, tell them what happened, though, right? Oh, I think yeah. I mean, obviously, we're gonna spoil it. It's it's sort of like a, um, like a you know, uh, get home episode, right? I mean, he's trying to get home with Baby Yoda. To his ship, and then the Jawas, of course, stripped it out, as Jawas are wont to do, because uh, you you know you can't have a Star Wars show without a racist um, a racist profile of gypsies in it. So <laughs> pretty sure that's where they were going with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what uh, what gypsy wronged John Favreau that he needed it to. It reminded uh, me a little bit of uh, Brad Pitt in Snatch. Brad, what is my conscience with the horses? You know, look at my shopping Creeper, creeper, no. Chook, chook, we chook a bika. Just look at the size of. Yeah, maybe they're the inspiration for that. But yeah, so so once they get that sorted out, and he his his very benevolent Ugnaught friend Nick Nolte, um, who seems to have a lot of interest in helping out he, the Mandalorian, he has helps spoken him. a lot. He has definitely spoken a lot. Constantly has spoken. He's very good at using the present perfect uh, tense. I have used the present perfect 16 times in this conversation. Um, It's a grammar lesson. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that episode was okay. I thought it had some nice points. Of course, then the big thing, we got to see Baby Yoda use the force already. Um, Which was adorable. Oh, it was cute. It melted my little black heart. Oh, my goodness. How could it not? Um, did you get the Did you get the uh, Mogwai vibe from Baby Yoda? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, action packed first two chapters. Um, you know, we'll probably uh, do this every week after each chapter. But this week, since there were two episodes, we decided to put them together. And I think really that's because that that second episode for me, like I said, it was sort of thin on plot. I mean, 
let's get back to the ship. Oh no, they've taken our parts. Let's find them. I mean, it's very contrived. I thought not bad. Um, but I don't think we're going to see the reappearance of the Jawas in the show. Like I would like some character development at this point. It's right. Like they've set up the world, and it's like, who is this guy on his shiny metal, metal bucket head? And like, what's his motivation? Like, is he part of some weird doomsday cult? Or the Mandalorian religion is definitely some kind of cult. So, who who was your favorite between Baby J- Baby Yoda and the Jawas? I think Nick Nolte probably had them all beat. Really? No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. It's like you have to be a sucker not to be into the baby Yoda. So have you have you gone online yet to look for stuffed plushies uh, of baby Yoda yet? Does that seem like something I do? I don't know, Gemma. It seems like something that every girl would do. <laughs> I was reading through Twitter and I just, you know, I think I saw at least 20 different posts of girls saying that baby Yoda made their ovaries quiver. Ew. Yeah, that, that sounded a little gross to me, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about Baby Yoda, honestly. Like, to me, it seems like the one thing that was sacred that wasn't completely it's screwed up in the prequels. Thing, I think, right? It's going to sell some toys. Well, like, it could have been a really ugly baby something, you know? It didn't have to be cute, except toys and sales and Christmas. But does up. it have to be Yoda? I mean, why why can't they make it like a Gungan or something else cute? I, I don't understand. Like, Yoda is sort of so special. Then, and then now we have to contend with this whole backstory. Well, of they the actually have to tie it into Star Wars somehow. Right, right. Like there has to be something a little recognizable. I mean, Jawas, but also something very, very recognizable. Well, I'm not, I'm not sold yet on Baby Yoda. I think that it was cute and clever as a marketing strategy. Um, I'm buying you a plushie for Christmas. That's uh, it. Baby Yoda plushie. Well, I could take out my aggressions on it if the show ends up sucking, I suppose. So I'm, I'm not, I'm okay with that. Um, oh, we've been joined by our own baby Yoda. Uh, our cat has entered the studio here. Um, Yoda did look sort of feline esque. You know, I, I guess it was a real, a real creature. It wasn't CGI, and I, I think that they really tried to bring out the. I did not think it looked like features. a cat at all. Really, I thought it might have been actually like a live action, like civil cat or like a uh, savanna cat. <laughs> oh that yeah, they, that would go. That they well. shaved and like tattooed green and like kind of extended the ears a little bit. I'm sure Peter would be all over that. Yeah, I mean, so we'll see how Baby Yoda plays out. Um, definitely, uh, definitely gonna. I bet Disney got 500,000 subscribers just from that. Uh, the, you know the. I am ready for your next question. <laughs> Well, it's not a question, Gemma. It's it's a commentary. Um, how did you feel about bringing the Jawas back? I was okay with it. Yeah? It's a very neutral thing to have. Why do you think their eyes were blood red this time instead of that kind of orange-goldy color that, that fans are used to from A New Hope? Uh, maybe they're not on the same planet. Do you think that was intentional, or was that just a product of like? Well, that'd be a really production? silly thing to do accidentally. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, so you think that they intentionally changed the color of Jawa's eyes? Yes. Huh. Huh. Maybe there's different species of Jawas, and these Jawas don't like the other Jawas, and maybe this isn't even Tatooine to begin with. I think that's a pretty good guess. Hmm. I like the fact that they don't tell us the planet that we're on. That, that's an interesting touch. It makes the show a little bit more mysterious. I didn't even think about that. Huh. A lot of fans are speculating on the names of the planets. I know some of them have been revealed. Some of them haven't. So See, speculating is one of my least favorite things. <laughs> and you're on a podcast now. 
you're you're co-hosting a podcast where all we do is speculate wildly about <laughs> pop culture media. I products. thought I was here to make fun of things. Yes, but part of that is making fun by speculating. Uh, that's not a thing. You're already going to get fired, and you haven't even finished your first episode, Gemma. Um, all right. Well, what? Like, how about uh, how can we talk about that vac tube, the uh, the space toilet at the beginning of chapter one? I blanked out on that. I, I think I shoved that out of my memory. I didn't want to think about what it's like, you know. <clears throat> pooping in space? Yes. Yes, pooping in space. I, I think they should just retitle the show Pooping in Space. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine changing a baby Yoda diaper in space? <laughs> How's that going to go? Koala care on a galactic <laughs> level. like Yeah. <laughs> the Mandalorian doesn't seem like he's had, had a lot of infant experience to me. Like we so. don't know anything about him though. Yeah. Well, uh my favorite part of the second chapter was when he stole that egg from that that one one-horned beast. I, there is a name for it, I can't remember. It it does sort of resemble a beast that shows up in Attack of the Clones. Um and then he kills it and steals its egg. Uh it looked like a poorly drawn rhinoceros. It looked like if a child designed a rhinoceros. Yeah. Which that's why you don't feel so bad for it. Well, an interesting uh, detail, when the Jawas are speaking in their own language and they're saying like, Suga, 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 it's actually poorly translated. Um, what that actually translates to is giant Cadbury cream egg. <laughs> That's so. the grossest thing about Easter. I thought it looked delicious. I, I mean, looked- I'm planning to make one of those around Easter time for myself and all my faker friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that was delightful. That really, that scene had me smiling. Hmm. Maybe it's just another cynical product placement thing yeah they're gonna start selling those can you see them at like the cvs i can see them at the cvs yeah. along with plushy baby yoda wow well it could be a twofer you know buy a buy a pooping baby yoda doll <laughs> and then you'll have to poop after eating this giant chocolate cream egg <laughs> endless product tie-ins oh dear yeah i disney definitely done the research on that um, so when this takes place, uh, obviously it's after Return of the Jedi before The Force Awakens. Um, what do you think is going to happen Like when Baby Yoda gets adopted by creepy Werner Herzog and this mad doctor, mad scientist guy? I don't think it's ever going to go that far. You don't think he's going to actually make it back to them? I think the Mandalorian will grow a heart and uh, adopt the Baby Yoda. So he really he's just going to become like a father figure. Or it's... maybe find it a good home, but I don't think they're going to hand it over to Werner Herzog. So it's like the sort of like the wolf pack adopting like the human baby almost in a reversal. Like Baby Yoda is like the innocent human being adopted by the wolf pack kind of. I suppose. Huh. So is Yoda, Baby Yoda is going to become a Mandalorian then? Mm. He can become the first miniature like small person (laughs) Mandalorian. I think he's got better things to do. Huh. A lot of people have speculated that Tatooine is in one of the is one of the planets, but and there you know are a few others. How I feel about speculating. Right. Well, it, it does have an old west look though, at least, right? Um now where where did you watch it? Did you did you get to see it on the on a big screen somewhere or I saw it on my TV, which is like a medium screen. I thought it looked good. So I, I started watching the second chapter in the in the daylight hours and actually I couldn't see Baby Yoda very well because the sunlight was coming in to my house blinding me so i had to i had to go down to the basement actually i dragged my tv down to the basement down on my to your back. mom's basement 
well, yes, and and that's where the Russian trolls live. So I had to appease them and you know feed them a lot of pizza so that they'd be quiet for an hour so I could watch the the damn show. Um, but I've heard there's a lot of fans that have been watching this like on their mobile devices. Have you tried to to get Disney Plus on your mobile? I device? would never do that. I don't like watching tiny things. Uh, I heard uh, reports of people at work who are taking uh, you know giant twenty minute, thirty minute breaks to watch the show in in their stalls at work. On, on mobile devices. <laughs> Would you ever stoop to that indignity? They had too many of those Cadbury cream eggs. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there are 10 million subscribers. Uh, it's been an overwhelming success. Um, you know, why, though? I mean, wh- what is going on? Like, why do you think the Disney Plus Mandalorian has been so successful this early before we've really gotten deep into the show? I, you, is that why people are signing up, or are they signing up for the rest of the catalog? Oh, I think I think this show has been a lot of the force behind it. Sorry to use maybe, that terrible pun, but maybe there are people out there like my sister who watches Black Panther four nights a week. So there's Gemma. Gemma has a sister. Is it like Gardula? <laughs> Which one of you is fatter? <laughs> Which one of you eats more frogs? Um. I thought it seemed like fan service. I mean, there's so many little Easter eggs in the beginning with Life Day and, like, I don't know, just little things they mentioned that they clearly, like, the blurgs are a reference to the Ewok movies. Um, it does feel like they're trying to let the super, super, super nerds like myself know that they are making the show for us. So is it uh, service or manipulation? Well, that's the thing is I, I have this sort of haunting, gross feeling like somebody has tied me up and is trying to ram me from behind with this giant rhinoceros alien creature. Uh, you know, like that's sort of the sinking sensation. I feel like, like you I have no choices. Yeah, I'm like chained to this rock and like the guy is coming out of the cave and I'm about to get squished into uh, Cadbury cream, you know, I don't know. Uh, but so far it's been okay. I, I think, uh, you know, the only thing that's given me some pause is this whole baby Yoda nonsense, because if they screw up Yoda, I will be furious. So, um, they've already screwed up Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Well, so how did the show make you feel? I mean, you're not, you're not maybe as nerdy as some of the other people that check out faking star Wars.net. You're a little bit more cool. You have actual friends. IRL. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I'm cool, but I mean, I'm not going to pretend to like something more than I actually like it, but I, I thought the show was okay. So you didn't have any particular feelings? I did not have it? any emotional attachments, but I would like to see that bucket helmet come off. Why pay a handsome actor if you're just going to cover So that it might be the thing that gives you the feels. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, Disney will probably is probably listening to us, and they'll probably go back and they'll change one of the chapters just think for that's you. Ever gonna happen? Um, you know, I, I, let's make a prediction here. I, I think we're gonna see the helmet come off before the midway point in the season. What do you think? Uh, I think it's gonna be the final reveal at the end of the season. Yes. And that'll okay. So, what about when they're talking about his signet? Is has his signet been revealed? Do you think that is his face, or is that some? tattoo that he has or uh, some kind of symbol or... I, I bet it's a face tattoo okay so <laughs> sort of like Darth Maul maybe he, maybe he's Darth Maul's younger brother Larry Maul Larry Maul <laughs> <laughs> actually we know his name is uh, is uh, Din Jarvis or something like that I think do we? 
Yeah. Where did he, you hear that? Well, Pedro Pascal was just uh, shooting the breeze at a saloon having drinks, actually, with me a few weeks ago. And I, I asked him, what's the name of the character? And he was like, it's Din Jars. The Mandalorian, whose name is Din Djarin, um, is your iconically cool, flawed, mysterious, lone, you know, loner, gunslinger um, that harkens to the you know best of the samurai movies that sounds legitimate yeah it sounds wasn't like any a... big fanfare they just he just kind of dropped it in there it sounds like a thing that could happen classic marketing strategy you know <laughs> withhold very important details about characters and then release them to the public very sur- sur- surreptitiously uh with absolutely no fanfare at all so um, great. Well, uh, if you like this episode, we'll be doing this each week after The Mandalorian, the Mando Roundup, uh, a little bit of a fun recap show. With me uh, is the vivacious, like I said, the vivacious gangstress, Gemma the Hutt. Thank you for being here, Gemma. You're welcome. And if you'd like to follow her on Twitter, she is in the throes of making an account. Uh, Twitter has to verify her since she has had a horrible reputation online of stalking and uh, taunting uh, other neck-bearded pizza-eating fans. So, I, I'm a bit of a bully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I would say, like, um, well, oh, that's a, that's an interesting thing. You know, having a, a female on the podcast, you know, we always try to be gender neutral here, have a lot of gender equality. What, what did you think about this show in light of... Um, you know, feminism and, uh, you know, women's rights and all that. Well, I'm not a fan of Kathleen Kennedy. Huh. I, I think that the show might be good in spite of her, but not because of her. And I'm just waiting for that feminist shoe to drop. It's the thing I'm least looking forward to. Right. So you, with much trepidation, you go off into the Wild West of the Mandalorian like here. We, we need a really strong female character. Right, like right. Stat. Not. All right. Well, uh, thanks to everyone. And remember, you can get at us every day on fakingstarwars.net with quality uh, quality comedy, parody, and satire. And uh, definitely stay tuned because we are continuing with our regular Faking Star Wars Radio eight-part series where myself and T. Bronto on 969 go back in time to watch the original saga films and, and for the first time. Yoda. I'm sorry? And meet Baby Yoda. And meet Baby Yoda, yes. Yes, that's part of all of that. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll see you around the galaxy and around the saloon. Take care.